Hi, welcome to the second BCSA broadcast. We are proud to partner with MYAB to bring you this podcast. MYAB is a business platform to help more businesses in Australia and New Zealand start, survive and succeed. They do this by providing tax, accounting and payroll software and ERP software and other services to businesses across the region. Visit myob.com for more information. For those who don't know me, my name is Olivia. I'm the Director of Publications at the BCSA. I'm studying a Bachelor of Commerce, majoring in Crime Justice and Legal Studies in Financial Management. Joining me today is Freya. Freya, would you like to introduce yourself? Thanks, Liv. Hi, everyone. My name is Freya Holtz. I am the President of the BCSA. I am in my fourth year of a Commerce and Law double degree, majoring in Financial Management, and I'm excited to have you all joining us today. Thank you, Freya. Now let's get started. So Monday the 8th of March was International Women's Day. So in honour of that, today we'll be talking about women in business. The BCSA supports gender equality between students and supports women in business as they face unfair disadvantages. In fact, the BCSA is hosting a women in business breakfast presentation slash panel. If you like supporting women in business or like what we are discussing today, make sure you are there. As we all women studying business degrees, we see and experience firsthand the divide between genders. I can personally say that a majority of my classes, I'm outnumbered with maybe one female to five males. That is of course an approximation, but I will say of confidence, I'm definitely the minority. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, As I said to all of you earlier, I'm studying financial management um, and I think you are as well, Liv, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And sorry, <laughs> a bit zoned out there. Um, but yes, I definitely agree that in the finance classes, especially I find that there's generally only one or two other women in the class, if that. So um, it definitely feels like a bit of a boys club sometimes, but it's okay. We can soldier on and we have just as much right to be there as any of them. Of course. And I will say because of the majority, there are like pet peeves that I have. So because the teacher is seeing majority men in the lecture, in the class, he always refers in the example as he. So he is investing this, what would the broker do? Like, what would he do? And that just bothers me so much because it makes me feel like he's not addressing me, but we digress, we move on. And as annoying as these instances are, we wouldn't even be considered capable to study business degrees if it weren't for some amazing women in business who've come before us. Here are some inspiring stories of women in business. Madam CJ Walker. Madam CJ Walker is crowned the first female entrepreneur as she started her empire in 1905. Walker was orphaned at the age of seven and literally built her empire out of nothing. She suffered from a scalp disorder which caused her to lose most of her hair, so she created Madame Walker's Wonderful Hair Grower, a scalp conditioning and healing formula, in 1905. This became wildly successful as it flew off the shelves, resulting in a factory and beauty school opening in 1908. It is estimated that her profits are the modern-day equivalent of several million dollars. Go, Miss Walker. (laughs) Now to a more familiar woman in business will be Oprah Winfrey. Oprah was born in a small town in Mississippi in 1954. She started her career in broadcasting at the age of 17. By 19, she was the first African-American woman and the youngest news anchor on TV. However, 
She was later fired from this position due to sexism and harassment in the workplace. Nevertheless, in 1984, the Oprah Winfrey Show was created and soon became the highest rated talk show in TV history. This award-winning show was seen by an estimated 30 million viewers a week in the United States and was broadcast internationally in 111 countries. Now we move to Kate Morris. Kate Morris is a prime example of how turning your passion into a career can really pay off. In 1999, at the age of 21, Morris had the inspiration to start her business after realising that all the hottest beauty products were only available to those in big cities. So, in a garage in Melbourne, after borrowing $12,000 from her father-in-law, Adore Beauty was born, with the focus on providing women with access to beauty products regardless of where they lived. However, in 1999, e-commerce was only beginning, which caused hurdles like the inability to get a loan and brands reluctant to allow her to sell their products. Nevertheless, Kate persevered and now the site attracts millions of visitors and offers free shipping on over 8,000 products. Nevertheless, Kate persevered and now the site attracts millions of visitors and offers free shipping on over 8,000 products. Kate has won many awards over the years due to her innovation, including the Young Businesswoman of the Year Award for Victoria. One of my favourite quotes from Kate is this, I lost my nerve, but I just kept turning up. That's half the thing. Eventually you get there. It took 14 years to get Estee Lauder. Fun fact, when Adore Beauty floated on the Australian Securities Exchange in 2020, Kate Morris made over $90 million from that uh, initial listing. So go Kate, you're my idol. Moving on. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> I've got to stop being weird now. <laughs> Liv, it's your turn. <laughs> okay, moving on. Next is Whitney Wolf. At age 22, Whitney Wolf was the vice president of marketing for the dating app Tinder. However, left in 2014 due to the workplace being a rather toxic environment for women. In the same year, Wolf founded Bumble a female-focused dating app. Her idea behind this app was to empower women to make their own decisions. And if you're not familiar with this app, the premise is that men cannot message women. The women have to message first. So by 2015, the app had reached over 15 million conversations and 80 million matches. In 2021, she became the world's youngest female self-made billionaire after taking Bumble public. She also became the youngest woman to take a company public at age 31. Literal goals. <laughs> yeah. Number five is Janine Alice. While on holiday in the United States, Janine Alice noticed the craze Americans had with juice bars. She decided to bring this idea to Australia and in 2000, she opened her first boost juice store in Adelaide, all whilst she was on maternity leave. As of 2020, Boost Juice operates in 13 countries with a total of over 450 stores worldwide. Janine has become an Australian TV personality due to starring on Shark Tank, Undercover Boss and Australian Survivor. She has been awarded many awards for her success with Boost Juice, including excellence in women's leadership. Finally, Boost Juice maintains a pledge to plant 10,000 trees per year. So I think we've discussed some pretty awesome women this evening live and to be honest yeah. I'm getting kind of motivated and it's sort of making me want to start my own business but I'm just missing the idea part I think and you know, <laughs> the knowledge <laughs> hearing about this makes me want to boost though that's uh, why you know what I've never had a boost juice 
What? Never in my life. Oh my goodness, Janine Alice is crying. I know, but did you know? I love it. All very bangs. Kate Morris is crying, okay? <laughs> do you know they no, an do you know Adore Beauty? Mom. They actually um they send out Tim Tams with their orders, individual Tim Tams. <gasps> so I suggest oh that God, you buy your that. skincare and makeup from Adore Beauty from now on. <laughs> I absolutely might. It's so oh good. Goodness, I love it. Anyway, that was totally not relevant, but you should. In- are you going to include that? Yeah, good tip for all our listeners. Okay. Yeah, perfect. I can't believe I'm having a boost day. Oh my god, how do you um, not? Well, I'm really fussy with like my fruit preferences. <laughs> this is getting way off. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, fussy do with you like water Um, look, I do, but only in food or Brunetti's granitas. Okay, because I was going to say, the, like, introductory boost is a watermelon crush, and then you, like, sort of move on from there. What's in it, apart from watermelon? I couldn't tell you. They have, like, sorbet stuff and, like, ice, and I don't know. It just tastes really good. No, there's just, like, so many fruits that I don't eat that I feel like they'd all have something in them that I don't want. Like, watermelon crush, I feel like it's going to have strawberries in it for some reason. I don't eat those. You know, like, strawberries. Nah. Now it's time for a short break, thanks to our sponsors, MYOB. Learn how to use the latest MYOB software that accountants and businesses are using free online at academy.myob.com. Now it is time for our career segment. These women paved the way for women in business everywhere. Unfortunately, there is still a lot of work to be done in order to close the divide between men and women in the workplace. To mark International Women's Day this year, ABC News asked Australia's leading women to recount some of the most ridiculous reasons why they've not been promoted or paid the same as men since they entered the workforce. Some of these ridiculous excuses included, there's no point promoting you, you're just going to run off and get pregnant. Now, I don't know about you, Liv, but I'm pretty sure that's illegal (laughs) to not make hiring decisions based on someone's personal life. But um, it is. It is a form of discrimination. Yeah, so watch out for that, people. Not that I would expect any people listening to this podcast to be getting pregnant anytime soon, but you never know never if we've know. got mature age students or people that are well and truly mature enough to be having children, then congratulations to you. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. The next horrible quote was, you don't need to be paid the same as your male colleague because you have a working husband. Yep. Because why would I need to work when my husband works like that? Right. I don't need to work. Because I'm working to earn money, what, to support my life. And, you know, I don't need to be paid the same as my male colleague because I'm not doing the same amount. Like, what? It just doesn't make any sense. I don't, I definitely don't have my own ambition and drive. No, my husband. (laughs) I don't deserve to be paid as much as the man that I'm working with who's doing the exact same job. It just doesn't make any sense. Women don't need their income as much as men because they're only using it to go out for dinner and go on holidays. Now, this one intrigues me because according to the normal patriarchy, aren't men meant to pay for that? Right. And also, if, if we're only using it to go out for dinner and go on holidays, like, do we not need to go to the shops and buy food and toilet paper and, you know, yeah, clothes <laughs> to wear and stuff like that? Like... Where does that quote come from? I don't even understand why. Right, it's your working husband. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> and they have to pay him more than the woman who works with him. 
so oh. that he can pay for my stuff. <laughs> that makes sense. These hurt my soul. It hurts me too. It just makes my, my brain angry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the final quote is, we spend a lot of time in the country in our line of work and the women, they just don't like the flies and the dust. Look, he's not wrong, but that's not a reason to not give me permission. Yeah, I'm not sure why me not liking dust means that you should pay Barry, the man who likes dust, more than me. That doesn't quite make any sense. Like, does Barry like dust? Like, what are the rules here? <laughs> Is there a bonus for liking flies and dust? I'm so confused. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. It's astonishing that employers are still disrespecting their female employees like it's 1912. However, don't despair. Here are some tips for women in business from women in business. So, number one, don't think about yourself as just a woman. You are not just a woman. You're an entrepreneur. That supersedes any other identity that you might have. The minute you put another identity above that, it becomes a limitation for yourself. Limitation in your own mindset. There is nothing like a concrete life plan to weigh you down. Because if you always have one eye on some future goal, you stop paying attention to the job at hand, miss opportunities that might arise, and stay fixedly on one path, even when a better, newer course might have opened up. Don't be afraid to say no. Warren Buffett didn't become a billionaire by bending over backwards for everything and everyone. In fact, he once said, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that Really successful people say no to almost everything. In other words, don't load yourself down with work that won't help you achieve your goals. Don't be afraid to knock on doors. If someone says no, then so what? No means next. If you want something, go for it. Don't be shy. Don't be embarrassed. You are totally entitled to it. Trust your intuition. When women don't trust their instincts, that's when they get in trouble. Look for the learning experience in everything. Every successful entrepreneur acknowledges that you will make mistakes. It's inevitable. However, the wisest people look at every failure as a learning experience. That allows you to keep looking ahead while you evolve in a productive manner. I hope these career tips can help our female business students at La Trobe. No matter how massive workplace inequality seems, there is always a way. Look at how far we have come in 100 years for women in the workforce. The next 100 years have so much potential and that's so exciting. Couldn't agree more, Liv. And it's also exciting to see that, you know, a lot of the um, big professional services firms are doing really good things in terms of gender equality and things like that now. A lot of them have, um, like, co-curricular groups almost in support of certain things. So there are definitely uh, avenues to make sure that you know that people of different genders are being supported and, yeah. Yeah. really good to see the progress that people are making so i'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to go in the next few years oh yeah like every time i pass my work i see this big billboard and i'll be honest i don't remember the company but it promotes it's this beautiful portrait of this woman saying that they they promote gender equality and i just look there every day and i just think i'm so happy in where the world is today but <laughs> there's so much more room <laughs> Yes, there's definitely a lot more room, that's for sure. 
All right, so let's move on now to the mental health segment. To be a successful woman in the corporate world can take a mental toll. Burnouts, not being appreciated and not being paid the same as your male counterparts can impact your mental health. It's important to remember why you're doing what you're doing. Loss of motivation or reluctance to face work each day can be the primary reason many women accept what they're given rather than fight and strive for what they want in life and what they deserve. To help keep your motivation thriving, we will be saying some inspirational quotes for women in business from women in business. Any quotes that you like or that resonated with you, write them down and remember them. Stick them on your desk so you can see it when you study. Have it on a note on your computer back desktop and make it your phone background. You can even compile a bunch of them and make it a motivation slash dream board to fuel your inspiration. So here is our list of mantras or motivational quotes to inspire young women in the workforce. The most successful entrepreneurs I know are optimistic. It's part of the job description. Know your worth. It can be easy to get steamrolled when it comes to the gender pay gap, ideas or leadership. Knowing your worth starts with positive self-talk and professional development. This will allow you to carry yourself with more confidence and perform better. I always did something I was a little not ready to do. I think that's how you grow. When there's that moment of, wow, I'm not really sure I can do this, and you push yourself through those moments, that's when you have a breakthrough. I love that quote, and I feel like that applies yeah. to so many things in life, like not just business. I exercise for some reason for me or anything skill related yeah. like horse riding <laughs> so yeah. random but um yeah that's a really good quote it's so true yeah that one I would definitely I would definitely keep that one okay what's the next one uh we need to accept that we won't always make the right decisions that we'll screw up royally sometimes and understand that failure is not the opposite of success it's part of the success and I, I think that's love this one pardon I also love this one. Yeah, it's so true because like it, it helps you to learn where you've gone wrong and how to improve. And I feel like as long as you keep trying with something, you can never actually fail because you haven't stopped trying. Like you haven't ended the activity. So you just yeah. keep trying and keep trying and keep trying and eventually you'll get there. I think for me, it's to, it takes off the pressure of always trying to be perfect. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to think your managers have made mistakes. Like you are going to make mistakes. So true. The next one is stay true to yourself and your vision. Don't let any one person's opinion move you. Listen, but be confident. But also, I do think it's important, having said that, like you do still need to be open-minded in a business context and make sure yeah. that you're considering other people's points of view and trying to consider things in an even-handed manner. And if you are really the one who is right after considering everything equally from all perspectives, then definitely stay true to yourself and your vision. Um, it's not always that black and white, unfortunately, yeah. but yeah, no, I just think this quote to me sort of says, don't be a yes person. Don't say yes and agree and let them like have your own opinions. So true. Don't let people walk all over you. Yeah. Yeah. I love this quote, be an amateur. Not everything you do has to be good, especially at first. And I think, you know, the older we get, the more we expect to be perfect at things the first time we try them. But it's often not the case. And I think you can really miss out on doing some really fun things in life and some really worthwhile things if you don't try them. Yeah. Um, 
I went on the beginner ski trip that the uni snow sports team ran in 2019 and I incapable of skiing I was so (laughs) bad I did not even make it like all the way down the beginner's run while I was there but it was so much fun I had the time of my life and I made some great friends and yeah it was really fantastic so don't be afraid to be bad at something new yeah I've actually never been to the snow so that's so exciting for me that you've done that I love that you've done that (laughs) oh I went twice before I actually did the skiing so like I just went to the snow for fun (laughs) because I really liked the snow and then the third time I was like right I'm actually going to learn to ski now (laughs) and I did not learn to ski but I tried and it was fun (laughs) okay next your value would not be what you know it would be what you share interesting Suppose don't keep all of your talents and your skills to yourself and try and be the best in a team. I think you can lift the other people up around you by sharing your skills and your talents with them. That's nice. I like that. Uh, Okay. And if the end result is that someone somewhere winds up believing that they can do something out of the ordinary, well, then you've really made it. That's nice. I love that. That is nice. Look, I think especially, like, in my role in the BCSA, like, knowing that I could have impacted someone's life by something I've written, like, to me, is amazing. Yeah, that's so true. I think definitely part of the reason, a lot of the reason that I love being involved with the BCSA is because I've learned so much and my life has been so impacted by my participation in our events and the people that I've been exposed to. So thinking that you know, an event that we run or this podcast that we do might actually help someone, then yeah, awesome. It's such a, like, surreal feeling, but I love it. Very lucky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do what you love and success will follow. Passion is the fuel behind a successful career. I definitely think Kate Morris <laughs> would relate to this quote. Yeah definitely agree with you there at the end of the day you are the only one that is limiting your ability to dream or to actually execute on your dreams don't let yourself get in the way of that oh that's so powerful I love that quote I feel attacked because I'm (laughs) I'm definitely my own critic (laughs) same here and I think one thing that I realized from the pandemic in 2020 is that a lot of the problems that we kind of invent for ourselves Um, and the excuses that we invent for ourselves about why we can't do things. I found that last year, a lot of those things were actually like shoved in my face by the pandemic. And I was like, Oh, it's actually not this. Like now I have to actually turn and deal with the real problem that is causing me to not be able to achieve this thing that I want to achieve. And um, I think humans avoid we avoid doing the work sometimes and we avoid executing our dreams because we're scared of them and we're scared that we don't have the capability to actually um, achieve them. But yeah, we, <laughs> it's easier to not we're not trying because we're scared. So it's like a horrible cycle and yeah. we really do get in our own way. Oh, too true. Okay. The next one. It is pure mythology that women cannot perform as well as men in science, engineering, and mathematics. In my experience, the opposite is true. Moving on, 
It is pure mythology that women cannot perform as well as men in science, engineering and mathematics. In my experience, the opposite is true. Women are more adept and patient in at untangling complex problems, multitasking and seeing the possibilities in a new solution and winning team support for a collaborative action. Well, we all know men can't multitask, so <laughs> there you go. So heard, and I also, um, I read a quote somewhere. I can't actually remember where it was, but um, th- even though there's less female hedge fund managers in the US, they actually get better returns over the long run because they take oh. less risks, but it actually evens out because the male hedge fund managers, and this is obviously a generalization, but they're taking yeah. more risks more often. So they might have bigger gains that look amazing, but then they also have more frequent larger losses to kind yeah. of compensate for that. So the women, even though they're taking less risks, their return is actually greater over the long run because they're not having so many, um, what's the word, downfalls in their Yeah investments and that's definitely not the word i was looking for but i can't think of it right now so i'm just going to job. <laughs> okay and last one trying to do it all and expecting it all can be done exactly right is a recipe for disappointment perfection is the enemy now i'm personally <laughs> not a perfectionist but even i can relate with this quote oh my gosh no i'm perfectionist like to a t and <laughs> i definitely agree with this it is awful <laughs> Avoid being a perfectionist, those of you who have a choice, but I really don't think you do. You um, I'm jealous of all of you who are not perfectionists. It's <laughs> horrible. But yeah, I think people, when I was younger, I used to think like, why would it be bad to be a perfectionist? And now I sit here in my life and I'm like, ah, oh, oh. I understand. <laughs> Procrastination, perfectionism, anxiety, stress, all of this stuff that comes from this stupid little compulsion to be perfect when perfection does it really exist i don't Definitely know doesn't topic exist. for another day <laughs> after hearing that list freya do you have any personal quotes that you use yourself um i definitely have a list of some good quotes from the women in business event that i got to host for the csa in 2020 i got to interview kylie smith from picture partners abby griffin from ey dina shahada from kpmg and jessica brown And they gave us some wonderful advice for women and how they can advance their careers in the workplace. So um, I'll just run through a few of those quotes for you now. Be flexible, take every opportunity that comes your way and always keep an open mind. You never know where you might end up. Hope is not a strategy. Ensure you have a plan in place to achieve your goals and make sure your goals are actually things that you want to achieve And I think that means not things that you think you should be doing because other people think you should be doing them or you think it will impress people or whatever the case might be. Do it because you want to do it, not because someone else thinks you should. Uh, Point number three was always be adaptive. Be okay with ambiguity and ensure that you have good communication skills. In boys club environments, always remember to back yourself and just go for it. Remember, you are easily just as good as anyone else in the room. Number five, your attitude and effort will speak volumes and outdo so many other qualities. And finally, number six, don't be afraid to ask for feedback and make the most of every opportunity to take feedback on early in your career. So I was really lucky to have the chance to learn from such high achieving women on this panel. And I am hopeful that this information and these quotes will help you guys as well. 
Are there any quotes that you uh, have imprinted in your mind, Liv? Yes, I have one. And I'm pretty sure this was said to me in a tutorial in my first year. And I'm not sure if it ever was true or if it's still true, but it was, there are more CEOs in Australia named Andrew than there were female CEOs. And like, that just threw me away. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure they are. Well, in since 2018, there's definitely been more C, um, female CEOs. But like, just the thought of that is... There's multiple CEOs in Australia called Andrew. Like, that's not a very common name. (laughs) Anyway. We hope these quotes helped and will inspire all female students to work their hardest as they are 100% equal to their male peers. Don't forget to keep the ones that motivated you so you can preserve that motivation throughout your studies and your career. I definitely recommend a dream board, I feel like. I would love to do that now after hearing all of those. I absolutely adore my mood board. It is, yes, it's so awesome. I definitely recommend them. Like print out your tangible goal and stick it on your wall yeah. with a date that you want to achieve it by. And then you, you know, if you've got it somewhere that you see it every day, it doesn't, it's always in the forefront of your mind because it's yeah. just constantly being reinforced. So I think I've already ticked off two things this year oh, from my little dream board so already this um, year it's march yeah <laughs> well, <laughs> it makes it's either that's either very significant or like not significant at all depending on how many other things you have on the board i guess but um for me that's like pretty decent so no, i'm yeah. quite happy with that and um yeah it's definitely a good way to keep a visual representation of your progress in life as well so a fun project if you've got nothing to do and you want to be a bit creative and yeah. get a bit motivated I'll definitely probably do it soon yes I think I, I've only ever made them in like March I don't know why <laughs> I never make them in January I'm always in March thinking oh I need a bit of motivation let's make a mood board it's because uni you're like I need to be motivated to study <laughs> so true anyway we've digressed a little bit but um, over to you Liv Thank you for listening, everyone. That is the end of our broadcast. And thank you, Freya, for joining me. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with MYOB, a leading business platform in Australia and New Zealand, helping more businesses start, survive and succeed.